What's up, everybody? My name's Tom Langan, and this is Something Good, the bite-sized podcast about anything and everything good, for goodness sake. Welcome to episode 52. And today, I just want to take a quick moment. This is a a little bit of a departure from what normal episodes are like, but it's more of a PSA, really. Um, I just want to take a quick moment. I was uh, browsing around the internet uh, not too long ago, uh, one day last week, and I came across a song from the comedian uh, Bo Burnham, and uh, it really struck me as something important, something to think about, uh, something contextually that I think is really important, uh, especially in the sort of age in which we're living right now. And and I would venture to guess that this is exactly the same reason why Bo Burnham wrote this song. But the song is called Welcome to the Internet, uh, so I don't get an explicit rating. I'm actually not going to read many of the lyrics to you, but I encourage uh, you to Google Bo Burnham, Welcome to the Internet, and listen to the song. Warning, it is definitely very explicit. Um, he is a comedian, so uh, it is provocative as well. But there was a particular line in the song that really sort of caught my attention and got me thinking. And it's towards the end of the song, but the line is, and I quote, Could I interest you in everything all of the time, a little bit of everything all of the time? And that line really got me thinking. And what it got me thinking about was the way in which we approach, the way in which we approach content on the internet and the way in which we interpret and understand the content we come across in, on the internet. Um, and I think particularly for, um, I mean, I think this is true for a lot of people, but I think it's particularly true for people my generation or older. Um, I'm 42. I grew up, um, you know, when the internet was uh, in its infancy um, as, a, as something that we could access uh, in the public. I mean, I remember, uh, you know, having a dial-up modem that was slower than 28, uh, K, right? So, um, I think we the first dial-up modem we had was like fourteen four, uh, kbps, right? So, I mean, it was it was slow, and like if somebody picked up the phone, you got kicked off the internet. It was a whole thing. Uh, there were definitely lots of cries of "Mom, I'm online!" when somebody picked up the phone, uh, in the other room. But, um, you know, I grew up with uh, sources of information being curated for me, right? So I remember writing papers or doing research papers when I was young uh, for school where we used the encyclopedia as a primary resource. Um, The encyclopedia is curated, right? So the information that you find in the encyclopedia is reviewed for accuracy. It is verified. Um, It is curated to make sure that they are providing you with reliable information. It's why you can use the encyclopedia as a primary source, right? Because it is verified, it is considered to be uh, above board and factually accurate. Um, But now we've got the internet, right? Where uh, you have access to a little bit of everything all of the time. And the problem is, is that the internet is not curated the way the encyclopedia was or newspapers are or other sources of reputable content that predate the internet um, are curated, right? They're not curated the same way scientific journals are curated, right? Uh, Or professional publications are curated. Uh, The internet is a 
free-for-all. It is the Wild West of information, amongst other things, but it is the Wild West of information. And I think a lot of people don't realize that um, a post they see on Facebook uh, or on another social media, it's not just Facebook. Facebook is definitely a, a big player in this. But, um, you know, if you see a post on Facebook uh, from uh, some website, right, that's not a reputable source necessarily, right? It's incumbent upon you as the consumer of that information to actually go and double check the accuracy um, and try to verify that content before you share it on or before you quote it as accurate. Um, and this is a new thing in, in terms of how we, how we use information um, and how we gather information. We no longer have uh, clear access to uh, reputable, verifiable sources. We now have, we're now inundated with um, uh, unverifiable, uh, you know, misinformation, incorrect information, rumors, speculation, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's something new, uh, for, you know, in, in terms of how we consume information, how we relay information to other people. Um, but, but yeah, so I just, I heard that lyric in that song and I really, I really wanted to talk about it. Um, because it, it made me think of that. It made me really realize, I mean, I, I try very hard before I share something on social media, before I, before I treat something as reputable, even in conversation. I try to verify it from several independent sources, um, independent from where I found uh, the information, um, to try to make sure that it is accurate uh, and consistent with the facts. Um, and and I think that's something that is unfortunately not common. I don't think a lot of people uh, approach um, approach uh, information that they find online or see on social media the same way. But I think we all should, and I think we all have to, um, because we're we're currently sliding down a pretty slippery slope right now. Um, and all we have to do to get off of this slippery slope is uh, is curate information for ourselves, right? Do that little bit of work to make sure that the information you're conveying, what you're sharing, what you're telling other people, is actually factually accurate. Um, and, and, you know, talking of that kind of made me think of that, that idiom or that saying, um, to take something with a grain of salt, right. To basically treat something with skepticism until you have verified it, until you know it's true. Right. So I think that's how we should approach everything we see, um, on particularly on social media. It seems to be the sort of, uh, the, the most, uh, the biggest purveyor of false or misleading information. Um, the, the most common places to find it are definitely on social media. So um, however you take information on social media, even from uh, uh, news sources or organizations that purport themselves to be news sources, I would say just about everything. Even when I get something from, you know, uh, a traditionally respected, uh, you know, news source like the New York Times um, something like that, right? Whether or not you, you agree with the, the sort of editorial bent of the New York times, um, uh, you know, I, I always try to verify the information, um, from multiple res from multiple sources. So I look at the associated press, I look at NPR, I look at 
other major news carriers, uh, you know, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, um, whoever, right? I look at all these um, sort of major purveyors of news, and if they're all reporting something pretty similar, then you can you can you can put some good faith in it that 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 there's some good factual basis behind that story. But if only one um, organization carries a story. I tend to treat it with a whole big heap and dose of skepticism. It's more than a grain of salt. It's like a it's like a pinch, and sometimes, depending on the source, it's more like a handful. So uh, I would recommend everybody do the same thing, uh, and just remember that uh, the internet is not curated. There is nobody fact checking and verifying the information that you see online or that you have access to online. Um, essentially we have access to the entirety of, uh, the world's, um, collective information all of the time, a little bit of everything all of the time. And I think all of us would do well to remember that. That's about all I got for today. I think that's, uh, that's it for something good. My something good today was a PSA, right? So remember, take it with a grain of salt, verify your information independently. Make sure what you're sharing, what you're telling other people is actually as factual as, excuse me, let me try that again. Make sure that the information you're sharing with other people is factually accurate before you share, before you press like. Um, double check it. That's all. Just take it with a grain of salt. Be skeptical, right? Sometimes you're going to be, uh, that skepticism is going to be rewarded. And, and, and you're going to find that you were right to be skeptical, skeptical. And sometimes you're going to find that, uh, there was no reason for it, but, uh, I'd rather be, uh, you know, just to use another idiom might as well. I'd rather be safe than sorry. And I'd rather make sure that the information I'm sharing and the way I'm representing myself online is, uh, is factually accurate. I think that's important. Um, so yeah, so, uh, take everything with a grain of salt and, uh, enjoy your time on the internet. Um, as you look around at a little bit of everything all of the time. That's all I got for today. Uh, that's it for episode 52 of something good. Uh, as always, you can find us on all social media at some good pod. You can download the podcast wherever podcasts are found. Please like and share and subscribe. Tell your friends about it. If you enjoy the podcast and if you have any ideas for future episodes or things you want to discuss, things that you think are good, then uh, please feel free to reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much, and I will talk to you soon.